0: For me church is like this, church is like this. It's a spiritual gym. We come and we work out in the word and the spirit. And what happens okay, so I joined a gym for the first time yesterday. Julie talked me into it. She said, Why don't you join ten dollars a week down at Tugra? You saw the sign, I know you did. You drove faster by it, and, um, and uh, Julie said, "I've joined. Ten dollars a month sound, uh, Ten dollars a week sounds pretty good." I walked in there after the soccer match. Yes. I was g'd up, and I thought, "Man, I've got to get fit. These guys—they move around pretty quick, and if uh, they want me to get out there one day. I've got to get into training. Quick, smart." And so we dropped in. We looked at some of the routines, and I thought, "Man, I love those." You know. Doing anyway, they had all this new gad, new stuff, and uh, and I thought, yeah, I can, and I worked out on a couple of things, and I said, man, no, yeah, I could probably do this. This will be all right. They got different programs every day. Program, 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 program. Got this real, real buff girl there. She's looking at me like, you ready for this? I said, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, boy, uh, <laughs> thought I was for a moment there. I'm looking at her. She's got the six pack. She's got the 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 the, these pillars for legs she's she's strong man i want her on our soccer team if we can get her Uh, um but i've joined up and and that's great but if i don't go there soon um it's not going to happen so um for me church is like going to the gym working out in the spirit and in the word of god um it's what you do at home too. When, when in the morning, you who has a workout in the morning? Who does some, you know, Pilates? And, uh, you eat right, of course. You have your brekkie. You eat right, and but I recommend that I recommend that you come to church and treat it like it's a spiritual gym. Now, if I'm going to that gym, paying ten dollars a week, which is not a lot, but still. Uh, I want to see my body change. Uh, I want to see this, this body. I want to get rid of the, uh, the winter, winter flab. And uh, I, I, want, I want posture. I want my posture to change because posture is good. You know, you have good posture, you feel good about yourself. So. You get around like a dag, yeah, I'm a dag. I know that's trendy to be a dag, but for me, it's better to have good posture. It's better for your body. So sorry I'm old school on that. Sorry. So I could wear the pants down here. I was gonna do that, but Julie wouldn't let me. You get your posture. You get you get definition. You get definition. All all that six packs in there somewhere. It's in there somewhere, I know it is. But but I gotta I gotta work out. And I've gotta work out and I've gotta get that in the spirit, I've got to get my abilities out. I've got to get my skills out. They're in there. I I know I can play bass if I tried. I I know I could preach. I know I could serve. I know I could do something in the life of God's kingdom. But trust me, you're going to have to work out a bit in the word and the spirit. Some of you will do it just by default. You can just do stuff and that's awesome. But I recommend go for broke and get some of that stuff out that you don't even know what's on the inside of you. It's a real adventure to realize, my God, I can play guitar. I can, I can speak. I'm not that shy after all. I can speak and I can lead. I can lead others. Oh, wow. This is awesome. I didn't know I could do that because that's what God does with the Holy Spirit on you. The Holy Spirit will turn you inside and out. You think, I'm just boring, man. Look, model number 507910. I'm just one of those. No, you're not. You are unique, made in the image of God. And, And that great stuff that's in you is ready to rock for Jesus. We need you to be a rock star for Jesus. We need you to be a superstar in some respects. And get that individual unique stuff out to serve God. And that's one of the key things is that when you understand that you have this to offer and you bring it to bear in the life of the church, the team, the winning C3 FC winning team, when you bring it to bear, man, it feels good when you... Don't all the soccer players or football players feel good right now? Doesn't it feel good to be scoring goals? Doesn't it feel good to win? You want to, There's something profound about serving God's church. And, and doing well for God, our or Jesus, our coach, our coach, our captain, who so wants us to get on the real playing field and come against all that negative stuff and deal with, you know, the adversary and score goals for the kingdom, for C3 Tugra. Who wants to score goals for us? Who wants to see us win? Who wants to see C3 uh, Hotspurs win? Oh, we're just a motley crew. We just turn up and, you know. But if I could get that energy off that field into this church, it's going to be brilliant. One of the key ways to uh, develop your desire for spiritual growth is get to know Christ. So get to know him. Just, you know, it's so important to develop a personal walk with with Christ. And as you do, God will motivate you. My key aim is to motivate you, but you need the motivation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, Get around people also that like to do well in God, that are actually trying to grow in God. If you really want to grow and develop in God, get around, we used to call them God chasers, people that are chasing down God. They're just at every meeting. They're reading books on God, they've got their Bible, they're doing their devotions, they're seeking Him, they're worshiping Him. Hang around those people if you really want to get, you know, on fire for God. You have to make that decision. I'll be as tough as that. And some people, look, they're just interested in going to church on Sunday. That's what you're gonna get around them. You're just gonna get wishy-washy passion, commitment. Are oh, you going to church? Eh? Oh, I was just thinking of having a Do you notice the weather? you know i thought we we're going to go see um you know dog and bear or bear and whatever you know down at sydney <laughs> you know it's all this you know wow i thought i thought jesus was you know worth selling out for this girl says there's no on my twitter account she says there's no greater discovery than discovering who you were created to be and the dream God created you to live. Love that. By the way, when you get rejuvenated, you feel alive. You look fresh. And you attract God's promises. You attract favor. You look like, you know, you, you just look like you're going somewhere in God. And all of a sudden, you've got this freshness about you. I'm hoping by this, after this week, that I'll look down... That I'll, that I'll be able to look at my body again in the mirror and I'll see change and I'll go, oh my God, wow, it's not too bad. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, because you want to you, you be presentable, you want to shine, amen? You want to look good. Who wants to look good? Who wants to look good? You don't want to look drab and depressed and, you know, you want to look shining, fit, going oh. somewhere. You attract favor like that, even in God's kingdom. Love that stuff. I love this scripture. I read it this morning, and I think it's great. Deuteronomy 7, 6 says, For you are people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his people. His treasured possession. That's you. Be careful to follow every command I'm giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land the Lord promised on oath to your ancestors. Remember how the Lord God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years to humble and test you. There is humbling in this journey and there's testing in this journey. Test you in order to know that what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger, and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord." Deuteronomy 8, 1 to 3. Your clothes did not wear out. Yeah, it's great being a Christian. Stuff happens. It's awesome. It's, you know, it's fantastic. You really feel. You have got the favor of God. Your clothes do not wear out. And your feet did not swell during those 40 years. Now then in your heart, know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. We understand the... um, the natural concept of, of people growing, children growing. We anticipate the child to grow. We pray for the child to grow. Even us adults, we pray that we would develop somehow. If we don't, there is a problem. There's something wrong. The Bible says this, that we should grow. Ephesians 4.14-15 4, to 15 says, Be no longer children. Let me understand. Let me just say this first, because some of you haven't heard any of the series. When we're saved and we come into the kingdom, we're babies, we're infants, we're children in God. No matter how old you are, you're a child in God. So we, we could say you're an infant. But hang on, I'm 30 years of age. I'm 40. It doesn't matter. When you get saved, you are spiritually young. You are spiritually immature. You're just realizing, oh my God, there's the presence of God, there's glory, there's Christ, there's, there's the goodness of God, there's faith. And all that is, you're, you're beginning to learn. Is that right? So we start off as, as infants, as babies. Uh, you know, like, the, it, it, that's the plain truth. Be no longer children, but but grow up in Christ. 14. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in the dece- deceitful scheming. 15. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things, what does it say? Grow up into him who is the head. That is Christ. 2 Peter 3.18 says it but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be glory from both now and forever. Amen. 2 Thessalonians 1.3 says, The Thessalonians uh, was, was said, We ought always to thank God for you, brothers, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more. And the love every one of you has for each other is increasing. Imagine that that's c3 tugger that's what i want for c3 tugger our faith is growing and it's happening julie same our faith is growing our love is growing and people are go man you have got to get to that c3 tugger church their faith is out of this world man they're believing they're believing for all sorts of crazy stuff revival people to be saved Wyong high school blessed the wyongshire blessed man they're crazy people on faith and you know what they're loving people they're just hospitable they're friendly they're good people philippians 1 9 paul prayed for their love to abound more and more he did and this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight the key ingredient the spiritual growth is just that it's knowing christ you gotta get to know jesus you gotta say hi to him in every day just do that hi jesus just by faith i don't think he's there but anyway hi jesus yeah. Holy Spirit, help me. That's a good key. Holy Spirit, introduce me to Jesus. I, don't, I just don't think he cares about me. He doesn't like me. He doesn't mind to know about me. Who am I? I am him. Dude. Come on. Holy Spirit, help me. And the Holy Spirit goes, whoosh. yes. Whoa. Yeah, well, what's the story? Jesus loves you. Boom. I mean, someone can say Jesus loves you and you just go, water off a duck's back. But when the Holy Spirit says it, you go, oh, Jesus loves me. This I know. The Holy Spirit told me so. Oh, oh my God. Today, you wouldn't believe what happened. I found out Jesus loves me. I've heard that story with Christians two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years in the Lord. And they go, Guess what? I found out today. Jesus loves me. I said, No, truly. Holy Spirit visited me. said said, God loves me. Jesus loves me. I've never felt it like that. I just almost had an avalanche from my head. My intelligence, my my mental ascension in God had had a a descent into my heart. I had an avalanche of who God was. Everything, every sermon, every scripture I've read, every devotion I've studied, everything cascaded down into my heart. And I realized, my God, he loves me. He knows me. He knows every hair in my product hair. Many problems result when members fail to grow. Some go back to the world. Others cause strife because of ignorance or become stumbling blocks because of irregular attendance, worldliness or indifference. Sorry, guys, I had to drop that in. Sorry. <laughs> 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 That's not you, but you guys are truly saying today, our church is so good. We are in such smooth sailing. The The sails are up and C3 Tugra is pressing in and into the wild blue yonder of god's promises for our church i really feel that we're on this beautiful cruise man i can feel the wind i can feel the supernatural wind of heaven in our sails and we are being pushed along even tonight the holy spirit in the worship every time we're coming now the holy spirit is here the wind's blowing into this church and it's and it's pushing us along at rapid knots, love it. Who's ever been sailing? You ever felt this this ah oh, phenomena of sailing? I've I, I seen it on TV. I've heard about it, but one day I went sailing off the coast of Cairns with a couple of guys, eight guys, and yeah. Anyway, we're sailing out there, and the wind's in the sails. Thirty-six foot catamaran pushing out there. He-man construction site workers at the time there, on the back of this thing, we're pushing out. This is awesome, it's sailing. Never knew what it was. And then crack! The main mast cracked in half. And we found ourselves just floating out in the drink. And you know how disconcerting it is when you look at a he-man construction worker and you can see fear in their eyes? Because she want to see, is this cool? No. Is this cool? No. But we've got this. Got this. Pushing forward into the more of God. Who can feel that? Can you feel that? Can you feel that? The Holy Spirit is breathing into this church. It's attracting people. It's stirring up people. Let me give you three quick lessons about how to get your spiritual growth going. Do you wanna know some of that? First one, a desire to grow. You gotta have a desire to grow. Even children have a desire to grow. Mom, Dad, I wanna be I wanna be like this. I wanna do this. Mom, Dad, I, you know. I wanna be like Michael Jordan. I I, I wanna be like some hero. We all have a desire, or we did have a desire. What happened when we grew up? Where's this desire? It needs to be rechanneled in God. Uh, my kids used to say, oh, I can't wait to get my license. They said, oh, great, um, when I grow up. Um, 1 Peter two two, like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. We want to grow up in the natural, but we need to grow up in the spirit. It says, desire pure milk of the word, that you may grow. We're spiritual babies that need milk, that need food. Babies have no responsibility. We care for them, we look after them, we dress them, we clean them, we feed them. You don't want to stay like that forever, do you? You don't want to be a spiritual baby where we're caring for you, feeding you, clothing you. You you want to grow and you want to serve and you want to walk out your days in the Spirit. Look at me, Pastor Phil. I'm walking. Whoa! Awesome. Look at me, Pastor Phil. I'm praying. Whoa! I'm going to be cheering you on. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen if you practice a little bit every day. Desire to grow. Pastor Phil, I prophesied the other day. I'm sure I did. I was speaking to my friend, and all of a sudden, just this flow of the Spirit came from my mouth, and I was prophesying over them. I know I was. They weren't my words. That was the words of the Lord. Wow. Well done. But you've got to desire it. You've got to desire it. But being a baby is not the goal of life. We are born babies so we can grow up and be productive and useful. Likewise, we are born again so we can become mature Christians actively serving the Lord. This is worth noting. It's a big subject, but I'll drop it in there. It talks about the fruit of repentance. And in Matthew chapter 3, 7 uh, to chapter 3, verse 11. So again, Matthew chapter 3, 7 to Matthew chapter 3, 11. Four fruits of the uh, the. Four fruits of of repentance, basically. What should be happening after you've given your life to Jesus? Four things should be happening. First one, humility. That should be happening in the mix. Second thing, urgency. Right now, you just want to deal with your sin. This is the fruits of real repentance. Otherwise, it's it's not real repentance. But if you've given your life to the Lord, the first thing that you should be living with as a reality is humility. You just are compelled to maybe honor people, especially honor God, but honor other people. Urgency is the next one. You just have this desire to be forgiven in a moment, in a heartbeat. That's how it works. Three, change. You have a desire to change. You want to obey the teachings of Christ. You, you, you sincerely want to change for the better. And the fourth one that should be happening out of the fruits of repentance, the fourth one is dependence. You know that you cannot do it in your own strength, that you can't live this great life in God in your own strength, but you do need, to, you, do need you can only do it in God, that your dependence now is in God. Is that like you? Humility? What was the second one? Urgency? you want to be right with God every day. Three, change you, you desperately want to change. And four, strength in God. You just know you need that strength in God to be able to walk this life out. 1 Peter 2.21 says, to this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you as an example that you should follow in his steps. Peter, I mean, This is talking about Jesus ultimately being our role model. Look at him, study him, find out about him, read about him in your Bible. Everything in this Bible leads us to Christ. Everything, even the Old Testament, the New Testament, but the Old Testament too. It leads us to this awesome, wonderful, magnificent, majestic, just mind-boggling man, god Son of God, Christ, the King, Messiah, Lord God, Savior, Deliverer, Healer. Look at Him. Get acquainted with Him. Check Him out. Just don't do the religious thing and say, Oh, well, Christ is somewhere out there. Get to know Him. Get to know Him. Struggle for this, to know Him. Philippians 3.12 the te- uh, even the scriptures, of course, teach us to grow. Philippians 3.12 says, not that I have already obtained all this. This is Paul. And even Paul, as much as all the revelations he got in the desert and all the pharisaical teaching, the law and all, he was a great learned. He had the brain of a brainiac. He could understand the word of God like no other. He was a great Pharisee, but even he says here, he says, not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Christ Jesus took hold of me. Pressing on like that football game. The guys were pressing in. Pressure. We were yelling out the sidelines, pressure. And the boys were pushing, pressing in against that team. And that team eventually crumbled under the pressure of persisting and pressing. That's our life. That's our Christian life right there. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Yeah, we won the final yesterday. That's awesome. But next year we need to win it again. (laughs) <laughs> I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Some of us pull up short. Some of us go, man, I've been doing this. Look, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Look, I'm pretty happy with my state of my body. I'm not, I'm not going yeah, to get too fussed about this. I'll just take it easy. But honestly, if I did, if I didn't do the bit of exercise that I do by walking and just whatever and eating right, I would fall apart. I would be like Homer Simpson in a heartbeat. <laughs> Truly, I, this, this, right now, I am living proof that without this exercise, this spiritual exercise, you will falter. Peter thought he was great. Peter says, "Man, I've been hanging out with you for three years, Jesus. I would never deny you. Ha! Never." Look at those spiritual muscles. Never. Don't judge unless you fall. Peter did fall. He wasn't that perfected after all. Maturity means perfection, by the way. In the Bible, maturity means perfection. He hadn't reached perfection. He faltered, Peter. Matthew 26, 31. We won't read that one out, guys. But 1 Corinthians 10, 12 says, Therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Mm. Second one is nourishment. What else do you need? First one was desire. Second one is nourishment. Of course you need nourishment. Most children want nourishment. Man, the nourishment kids get now. They get organic. um, It's like... (laughs) sugar-free, gluten-free. It's this food. It's gonna, we're going to have super kids. Come on. We're going to have yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, Ollie Kinches. <laughs> now, we just get the, the food. But it's the same thing with, with us. We need spiritual food. Your body longs to be fed spiritual food, which is the Word of God, by the way. You need to feed your body. With spiritual food, children pine for it, people even grown ups who goes without a meal? maybe breakfast sometimes lunch, but who goes all day without a meal? Some people go all all day without the word of God, so I believe we need to have the word in the morning, lunchtime and in the evening so i 've prescribed today already some dietary um, plan to a couple of people i met today won't point them out and i've put them on a devotion five-minute devotion in the morning and a five-minute devotion in the evening and i'm going to see change in their life you version will help you do that there's 500 devotions on you version can i just hold that up and say you version the bible version (laughs) is it yeah yeah, all right we won't embarrass you If you've got a smartphone smartphone will lead you to Jesus a dumb phone will lead you away from Jesus. All right smartphone will lead you to God. your smartphone can download an app you version and you can you can snack on that in the morning and at night and in the in, in, in midday. You need to do that because if you do without if you do without the word of God, you will malnourish you will malnourish you you, you will You you won't have faith. And if you just keep feeding yourself junk food, TV, crazy talk, you know, whatever. How much do you look after your spiritual body anyway? Let me ask you that question. Do 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 you feed your spiritual body? I treat it like that. I need to feed my body the word of God. It's just like that. You need nourishment. Whew. 1 Peter 2.2 2 says, A newborn baby desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. 2 Peter 3.18, Grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Matthew 4.4, 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, eating, but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of the Lord. Matthew 5.6 says, Blessed are those who hunger. And thirst for righteousness. You know when you get up in the morning, and you, who's, who gets hungry straight up when they get in the morning? When they get up in the morning, they just go. And, and you've got your favorite cereal or favorite something, and you're thirsty and go, I need water, water, help. I need water, I need something to eat. I need muesli, I need my muesli, I need it now. Porridge, porridge. I'm on a muesli thing now, it was porridge. Coffee, coffee, he's a coffee guy, yeah. I need a coffee. It's the same thing in the Word of God. I get up now, and it's true, I get up and I need... I need to get into the word of God. It's literally like that. And I'll do it. I'll do the muesli and I'll do the word of God. I'll do the muesli and I'll do the word of God and have a sip of tea. I'll do the muesli and I'll do the word of God and I'll do the sip of tea. I'll do the sip of tea. I'll do the muesli. I'll do the word of God. It's a banquet. I'm having a banquet at home. It's awesome. I love it. And I'm going, "Man, I didn't know that about John. I didn't know about that Jesus." Man, Man, the muesli's is good this morning too. And the cup of tea's always good. Thank you, Julie. And, and I'm having a banquet at home. I'm in the Word. I can even have some toast with it. It's awesome. Hebrews 5, 11 to 14, nearly done. Christians were rebuked for not growing as they should have because they had not studied. Hebrews 5, 11 to 14. You can take that home and read it. Acts 17, verse 11, the Bereans were able to determine where the truth was taught because they searched the scriptures daily. Psalm 11 says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. You're not going to get jerked around by the world or mockers or stuff if you're in the Word of God. Psalm 11, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of the sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is snacking on the word of god partaking of the word of god because it feeds your spirit it nourishes your spirit but his delight you've got to delight what was the first thing what was the first step desire i've got to have a desire for the word second thing is nourishment it's nourishing to me the word of god it will nourish you. It will beautify you on the inside, ladies. If you want to get more beautiful, <laughs> digest the word. I'm telling you, if Hollywood get onto this, Hollywood would be all saved. Their eyes would shine. One of the key things for your for your beauty is in your eyes. You get the word of God, and your eyes are shining. Guys, get this stuff, and you will have all the ladies chasing you. Trust me. Your eyes. You seen his eyes? You seen his eyes, man? Wow. What's he on? He's a wow man he's he's a he's a good looking dude that guy because yeah. you're shining jesus now there's a bit of a disclaimer i need to put in there because sometimes people misconstrue and they get it it mixed up of the anointing and 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 you know and the person and some people are anointed and they glow but that's not your girlfriend all right that's not your boyfriend. That's just someone who's anointed. That's good clarification. Because, man, have you seen so and so man? She's awesome. Yeah, she's called. She's anointed. She's in the word. She's full. She's, she's in God. And unless you're anywhere near there, don't even look. Don't even worry about her. Is that good, ladies? Because, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Psalm 119:47 For I delight in your commands Psalm 119:47 a couple of more scriptures and that's it for I delight in your commands because I love them I lift up my hands to your commands which I love and I meditate on your decrees the wicked are waiting to destroy me but I will ponder on your word your statutes to all 119:96 to all perfection I see a limit but your commands are boundless 119:97 um Oh, how I love your law. I meditated all day long. How I love your law. 98, your commands make me wiser than any of my enemies, for they are ever with me. 99, I have more insight than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. Am I repeating myself or what? Or is that just doubling up? Joshua 1 eight, Do not let the book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Guys, make use of your time coming to church. Make use of the meals that we set up every weekend. We put on a banquet, man it's awesome garth put on a banquet this morning wasn't that great we came we feasted we fed we worked out in the spirit we worshiped together and man i feel better for it man my postures changed in the spirit the The by the way guys if you think it's just the night that's happening you need to you need to come to the morning service they're going off actually our numbers are getting bigger in the morning again there's something going on In the morning service. And we'd love to have you all here partaking of this beautiful food that's been served up by all our team. Partaking of that, working out in the spirit together, getting definition, realizing your best life, realizing the gifts that are within you. It's they're in there, but you have to work out in God and in the spirit. Amen. And I pray that you will change. I pray that you will change. You got to practice. Uh, Someone was living next to a cello player and and they knew they were in orchestra and, and they were brilliant but then they moved next door to them and then they realized how much they practiced their scales and how many times they played that same song it's about practice guys we were wondering how craig scott was doing so well in goals but we didn't see libby every afternoon down at the oval you know crashing balls into scott into craig and uh getting him match fit for that fateful day yesterday. She's an awesome woman. She feeds him. It's practice. You've got to practice prayer, practice giving, practicing worship. Let's all stand. Practice, 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 practice. Makes perfect, but if it doesn't, it will improve you. Practice, practice, practice. Makes perfect, but if it doesn't, it will improve you. Practice the Word of God. Practice the presence of God. Practice the Word. Practice the presence. Let's just practice the presence now. You could do that at the beach. You're having a picnic. And Julie and I do it all the time. We just, we're doing coffee maybe. And we just, you know what? Let's just practice. the. We don't actually say it, but we go, let's just think about that and we'll practice the presence and then we'll come back to the same discussion. This is, this is a marriage key. You're in the flesh. You're arguing. Ah, you know, I reckon I should have this haircut. No, I don't. I should have this haircut. I want this. I want that. You know? And you go, hang on, hang on. Let's see what the Holy Spirit says. Practice the presence and let's see. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon. There is no greater love than that of yours. We want the world to know so we'll rise in selfless faith.